Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, all about movies, and today my guest is Rachel Mills, and we're going to be talking about her new documentary, and although a lot of people are going to be very, very interested in this, it's called The Quest for Sleep. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Thank you for having me. So nice to see you. It's nice to see you, too. Okay, this is a fascinating uh, documentary. I want to know first, why did you decide to make it? Do you have an issue with insomnia yourself, or uh, how did this come about? I am super lucky that I actually do not have any issues with sleep. I mean, being in film <laughs> and being in production, everyone has an issue with sleep at one point or, or another. But no, I'm, I'm really lucky in that way. I think um, for me and my team, it was just, I'm sure you know people who have issues with sleep. My family and friends have issues with sleep. So it's, it's such a prolific problem in our society that, and there's just nothing like this out there um, that is both entertaining, educational, um, thought-provoking, and really gets at the heart both emotionally and physically and mentally about this issue that I think so many people out there struggle with. You know, it's amazing how many people struggle with it. And I I mentioned before we started is I have a couple of friends who suffer from insomnia. And I actually had text my friend today because there was an article today in BuzzFeed all about insomnia and about talking to different as- experts. And I thought, well, that's interesting that we're doing this interview today the same day as that article just came out. And I sent it to her this morning, and then she just wrote back right before we went on the air that um, this has really been debilitating for her emotionally, spiritually, um, obviously physically. And I know she's just spiraling down, and she's gone to see experts and and whatnot. And I, I sometimes think, and it comes out in this movie, it really does. It's like the minute you know you have to go to sleep, it's like a trigger and you're afraid you're not going to go to sleep and then you keep, and it's just that spiraling down. I don't know how you break that, but, but you talk to a lot of experts so let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's really interesting. I had never thought about it that way but when one of our experts talked about it and says that when someone struggles with sleep, they sometimes look at their bed and it's it can be anxiety inducing mm-hmm. because your, your mind is like oh, oh no, last time I did didn't sleep, that probably means I'm not going to sleep this night. And so it's like things going on in your brain that will trigger something because it's habitual. It's something that's been going on for you for quite a long time. Right, exactly. I had a period of insomnia. My doctor was adjusting my thyroid medication and we, you know, first it sped me up and then we got it and then I got insomnia. And I'm one of these people, thank God, the minute my head hits the pillow, I'm gone. I'm gone. So if I don't fall asleep immediately and I'm awake for at least five minutes, I go, oh, what's wrong here? Wait a minute. What's going on? Anyhow, I did develop it. We did it. And and during that time, I discovered sleepy time tea and a few other things. And and then we got it adjusted. And now I have absolutely no problem. But like everybody else, I mean, and, and it's this article also talked about waking up at 3 a.m. I mean, it seems like that's the time when people wake up 3 a.m. And they kind of explained why. And you do a little bit in your film, too. Um, but it's usually because there's a lot going on in that particular moment in time that it's kept me like, like I just moved and I realized that right before I, I was my mind was going constantly about all the things I needed to do because I put the move together in less than three weeks and Thanksgiving was a part of that time period so you can cut some of that off even more so and so my mind was going and I understood that so when I finally got into my new home I could collapse <laughs> and be okay but that's not true for everyone you know that I knew 
I knew I'd be fine and uh, I knew what was keeping me awake. It's some of these people that you've talked to and I want to ask you how you found um, the subjects for this film. It's a lifelong issue that they've had. I mean, I can't imagine it. I really can't. I have to tell you, after I watched your documentary, I went right to sleep. (laughs) Is that a good thing or a bad thing? (laughs) I I was afraid to tell you that. It was a good thing. I just think all that talk about sleep made me sleepy. Anyhow. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like for to answer your question is, well, one, it wasn't hard to find people who who um, suffer from um, sleep issues. We were really looking for people who, who it's chronic anywhere from five years on who have had to deal with it. So we knew that they probably tried everything or they think that they've tried everything. There can be also shame when it comes to um, talking about insomnia and sharing it with your family. It's also very lonely and isolating experience because you're by yourself for the most part alone in bed or in your kitchen or wherever you find yourself in the middle of the night and you feel like you're the only one experiencing this Mm -hmm. and I think through the film um, and it's actually interesting when we did show it to the cast and we had like this great little viewing party for everyone I mean virtually and it was the first time they had met each other and they made such a quick connection Um, And I think a lot of things will can help a person when they one talk about it. First off, talk about it with your doctor first Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and sharing it with your family and friends, um, because I think there is a stigma with it. I think there's a lot of blame. Well, what if you just did this? What if you did that? Don't drink coffee. KK, who was in the film, um, for those who watch it, she really did a great job at um, talking about her struggle with talking about it to other people, Kelly as well, but that people just want to tell you what works for them or all the things that you should be doing. And most likely you have done all these Mm -hmm. things and it doesn't work for you. It'll work for someone, you know, drink warm chamomile tea. Sure. That'll work for me if I'm having a, you know, a difficult night, but I don't struggle with insomnia. Um, So for people like the people in our film, they pretty much tried most things and, Sometimes they work for a little bit of time. Sometimes they have to try something else. Sometimes they just kind of have to, you know, um, grin and bear it. It's, it's, yeah. I, I wonder if, or maybe you know this, are there support groups for people who have insomnia so they can talk to other people who are experiencing it? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's interesting. I think that a lot of the people I talk to, there isn't like a formalized support group. Like there's not anything like people who are, you know, recovering from cancer or things like that. I I find that a lot of people find the support on social media. Um, They find, I I know there's like some social media, like Facebook groups and things like that. And I think for a lot of people who do find themselves up late at night is that they will turn to social media because I mean, I turn to social media if I'm up, I look right. at my phone in bed. Those are things you probably shouldn't be doing, by that's the way. What, that's what they say. out of your bedroom. But, you know, sometimes you'll grab onto anything. And so I think a lot of people do go onto social and, and try to find um, try to find people who are like them. Or, you know, a lot of people I know, um, a few people in our, <laughs> it's actually a funny story that didn't make the film. One of our, um, one of our cast will 
text her boyfriend in the middle of the night because she knows his phone is off. Like he's not, she, she's not going to disturb him. She knows his phone is off, but it just feels good to be, honey, I'm struggling right now. I know you're going to not see this, but just so you know, in the morning, I'm going to be tired. I just need someone to talk to. I know your phone's off. You know, so we'll find ways to get through it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I discovered do not disturb on my phone. I, I didn't even know I had. I always, it's always the ringer's off anyhow, but, you know, it buzzes and everything. And I was getting a lot of these spam text messages in the middle of the night. You know, I mean, it's so annoying. And even though the phone's off, it vibrates. It's next to the bed and it would wake me up. And so I discovered do not disturb. <laughs> and I love it. It's the best thing that can happen. Awesome. Yeah, you still get your messages the next day but i agree when 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 you do have and everybody has a, a night or so uh, periodically where they do wake up and you can't go back to sleep and you're right they tell you don't look at your phone don't watch television don't do any of those things with a screen and i go sometimes you're tossing and turning you go you know what i might as well just do some work i might as well go do you know read the news and things like that that are going on in the world that i would read tomorrow morning but i'm up now so why don't i read it now you know and so and then eventually you might go to sleep after you do that i feel like i've accomplished Something that I feel like, oh, I can go back to sleep. But, you know, I do try not to turn on the TV, but sometimes you go, I think I'll just go turn on and watch a movie, you know, I might as well just watch a movie. <laughs> so, and then maybe I'll fall asleep. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, I can't, I really, really sympathize with people who cannot sleep. I, I, I can't imagine what life would be like. And, and one of the things that you talk, there's a, there's a financial toll on this too. So talk a little bit about that. What do you mean by a financial toll? A financial, um, difficulty. For people who can't, you know, they have a hard time sleeping, so they have maybe a hard time working, too. It, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, yes. And yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of people, when they think about insomnia, and this is how I thought about it, is I always just think of it as a nighttime issue. You're not getting the sleep that you need. You're not going to sleep. It's really annoying. You don't feel good. But I think the real problem is during the day, your daytime function is just wiped out. You know, I I know I've had a few nights where I haven't slept and I'm worthless the next day. So Mm -hmm. for those people um, who are struggling with it on a nightly or, you know, three times a night over years is that, I mean, as humans, we figure out a way to get through things. And, you know, it's like a monkey on their back in a way Mm -hmm. and they get through the day as much as they can. But there are days and in the film for instance kelly who's a who's a nurse um in many in the twin cities um she just had a one heck of a day she had when we were filming with her and we sat her down for an interview it was during the day and i think it was the moment she's a nurse she's constantly going 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 and she struggles with insomnia and so we sat her down for an interview we've been following her most of the day and she just took a breath and just like pretty much broke down it's in the it's in the film is that it was a moment where she just like could could let it out the frustration but yes financially if you're not able to function at a certain level and you know meet your deadlines and you know family commitments it makes you feel less of a person you want to show up for those people who you Mm -hmm. love you want to show up for the work that you love and when you're struggling with insomnia or just maybe you're not even maybe it's not even insomnia but um you struggle with sleep a lot um you just can't be there in the way 
that you want to be there for people. I mean, I, I have some friends, and you probably do too, that are night owls, just period. They're night owls. That's how they function. They're fine being up all night. I can't imagine. I'm not a, I'm not a night owl. I mean, I conk out about 930, you know. So when, there used to be uh, years ago, uh, I worked for a rock radio station back in the day, and we'd go to concerts, and the, the speakers would be right there just blaring. You know, I'd be right next to them, and they would take bets about what time I'd fall asleep in front of the blaring, you know, rock concert. I was just like, when I was ready to go to sleep, you know, I went to sleep. Um, you know, that was back a long time ago. But uh, yeah, when I'm tired, I'm tired. I, you know, people say, oh, you want to go out for a drink like at 10 o'clock? I'm going, no, I'm already in bed. I'm not getting up, not going anywhere. So I can't, again, how did you find these people? Did you reach out um, to very various groups? Did you go on Facebook? How did you find these uh, subjects for this film? Yeah, so, I mean, I've been in film for about 15 years now, producing, directing, documentary for the most part. And so I have, um, like anyone in any profession, you have a network of people. So when we're looking for those people who fit a certain criteria, I reach out to my network. Um, A lot of times that's on social media. Sometimes it's an email blast to people. Um, and, and so, and then it's like friends and family. Do you know of anyone? So it was really word of mouth. And um, sorry, is that AC too loud? I can turn it off. I can't even hear okay. it. Great. Um, so we found, um, for instance, we found Eureka, who's an entrepreneur who has that hustle culture, who doesn't necessarily think he needs all the sleep that he needs. He really does. Uh, but hustle culture is an issue. We found him through my my writer, Josh Adler, like a family friend. Mm-hmm. Um, we did find someone from Facebook who just saw my public post, and that's Margaret. And, of course, we're vetting these people, t- hearing about their history, things like that. Um, and we knew we wanted to include someone who was um, like EMT or a nurse or a first responder, And so we put out a blast to like um, nurses rock or nursing um, groups all across the country. And that's how we found Kelly. Um, So we got really lucky um, in finding these people. And what's so interesting is that I'm texting with them constantly now. I will get texts from from KK um, sometimes really early in the morning or really late at night because a lot of them are still struggling. You know, it's a lifelong journey. Yeah, it just it, it is. It's debilitating. It's and it's it's interesting. So, what brought you to this? Why did you decide that you needed to make a documentary about this? Was there something that spurred this on? Yeah, it's you know, there's like I said, there's not really anything like this out here, out there. And there's you know, you can go online, you can find like little video clips of like the five best tips you can do to fall asleep. But from a high-end premium documentary standpoint there was nothing out there for people and like you know like you i have family i have friends who struggle and it seemed like such a great opportunity to have content that could connect with those who you know we don't know exactly where this is going to live yet um other than the facebook live which is happening um tonight wednesday the 16th and then we have a, a premiere but Something that could live online or on a platform where for those people who are up in the middle of the night and they're Googling, how do I go to sleep? Maybe they'll find this and maybe they can take something from it. And if 
if not for anything else, they'll see other people out there who are struggling just like themselves and feel that they're not so alone. And hopefully we are giving, I don't want to say tips, but giving people direction, guidance, go talk to your doctor. I don't think we talk about this so much in the film, but sleep is just as important as nutrition or exercise. It's one of the three pillars of health. However, there are still a lot of doctors out there. Like they, they ask, how's your nutrition? Are you exercising? They, sleep is like the last thing they're going to ask about. Right. Right, so right. it's not addressed in the way that it should be right, in the doctor's right. office. And, there, and, you know, the prescription drugs, I've known people who have taken, and I don't want to say the name of the drug because, you know... <laughs> Don't come after me, anyhow. But it's a well, well prescribed drug, and I have seen firsthand what that does to people. I mean, it's scary. I mean, and you've and we've read stories about people who have had car accidents because they've been on this particular sleeping aid, a prescription sleeping aid, and they the next day they get in a car and they're sort of still sleeping, and you know, drive across the other side of the road or whatever. And if you combine it with alcohol, it's. Um, I dated a man; he had blackouts. Blackouts. I'd been. I had actually been in a car, and he's on the other side of the road. And I'm going, "Oh my god!" And he's like blacked out. And I'm going, "What are you doing?" You know. And it was early in the morning, and you know, having to get him off the road. So those aren't good. I mean, those aren't good things if you're if you're having that kind of effect the next morning um, either. So it's you know it's it's the you know it's that betwixt and between kind of thing. I know that one of the your subjects you know showed all of her homeopathic things that she does. <laughs> I've done some of those too. You know, and that's what. I recommend to my friends, you know, oh, well, have you tried this? I'm like one of those people too. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? So, you know, we're all trying to help our friends as much as we can, for sure. Um, where did you, um, the, the, the mother that, and the mother and daughter that went to the medita- uh, meditation retreat, let's talk a little bit about that, because that was an interesting story. And I'm sure a lot of women could relate to that. A lot of mothers, I should say. A lot of mothers, for sure, can relate to that. Yeah, it goes back to what we talked about a little earlier, where, uh, and we talk about it in the film, where there can be an event in someone's life, i.e. for this, it was Margaret and the birth of her child 27 years ago. And I'm not a mother, but I have a mother, and I have friends who are mothers, and having a child and being so aware of that child crying, so aware of being, like, being afraid of something happening in the middle of the night. And so... Every sound could wake you up. And for her, that was really the start of her insomnia. Her struggling with sleep was was triggered by that. So talking about it becoming habitual is that when you have that trigger point and, you know, for however long, six months, nine months, where you're on edge Mm -hmm. for caring for your child is that that's when your body and your mind and your brain can get used to that and think, oh, this is this is the... um, this is our baseline for functioning. And then you just kind of, it's just like vicious cycle that it's really difficult to get out of. So what I think is really interesting with Margaret, and I don't want to give too much of it away, but mm-hmm. she does decide to go to a meditation retreat to see if that can help her with her sleep. And I think that for a lot of people with insomnia, it's not just one thing. You know, we talked about, I, I know that there are certain drugs that work for certain people. There's certain homeopathic things that work for certain people. Um, meditation can work. So it's like, and then sometimes things will stop working. So you go back to the drawing board. So I think it's always a learning experience um, for people who are struggling with insomnia and sleep in general. And um, it's it's like having a toolbox. Well, I know for me, a little bit of a, a sleepy time tea with a shot of whiskey, you know, does it really <laughs> I 
idea to do that. But. <laughs> I don't either, but it certainly does help if you're having any trouble at all. That's my another recommendation anyhow. <laughs> so let's talk about the experts. How did you find them? Uh, and, and, and also I want to talk about, before we run out of time, you know, what World Sleep Day is all about too. So we can you can answer either one, whichever yeah. you want to. Yeah. So all of our experts are real experts. We reached out to many and we really wanted someone who could speak to um, the neuroscience behind sleep as well, mm-hmm. which I, one of our doctors does. We needed people who were engaging because, you know, doctors, scientists, sometimes they can be kind of, you know, a little dry, a little boring. We were so lucky and and who we had um, that they were engaging. They were they were fun. They were funny. They were they brought the science to a level that I could understand, which I'm not a science person. So and that's what I really wanted to make sure that the science that we are um, expressing and walking people through that they can really understand it. You know, I think we all know like REM sleep. We all know that kind of thing. But actually understanding what's going on in your brain and it's I'm still learning. I think if you can understand a little bit more about what's going on in your brain when you're not sleeping, when you're sleeping, when you have a um, lack of sleep, I think that can really give power to those who do struggle Mm -hmm. to know that it's, it's not them. It's not, it's not a, it's not a character flaw. You know, it's, it's something going on inside their brain. And I think if they can start to embrace that, that it kind of, brings the power back in their hands. Mm-hmm. Very good. I don't know if that really. I don't know if that really. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was great. No, <laughs> you did, um, because you use three D animation and you go into the brain and you describe, you know, all the different um, aspects of sleep. You know, and a lot of us know our, you know, REM sleep and things like that. But you go into it and, and more in a little bit of a scientific way, but it's entertaining. It's not, you know, too dry uh, at all. It's it is entertaining, and uh, because of the three D, you know, aspect of of the animation and, and showing us that too. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's well done. And I think for anybody who does suffer from sleeplessness, insomnia or whatever, even an occasional night of sleeplessness, um, should definitely watch this movie. And I, and, and, and so yeah, and we'll talk about the, it's the quest for sleep.com where people can watch the movie. Is that correct? And then when so, you, I, I know that. Uh, this show is going to air later than, t- you know, so we don't want to really yeah. talk about what's going on tonight because they'll go, whoa, is it <laughs> tonight, tonight, yeah. you know, so, so let's talk about where they in April, uh, where they can see this film. Yeah, so they should go to the questforsafe.com. It'll either be there or on that front page, they'll be able to click on and see and be led to the film itself. Okay. Great. And then where else I can see it. And so let's talk about World Sleep Day. Who knew there was such a thing? I was a little surprised. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a thing. And it's it's interesting. Um, you know, whenever you're putting a film out, it's always great if you can tie it with something. Right. So right. it was interesting when I found out about World Sleep Day, I guess back in, you know, in the fall, we we're like, all right, we have to get this film done. So, because we literally just finished this film, wow, and wow. that really put a, a fire under my butt to get the film done. Um, but I think it's you know, there's a lot going on. That's probably why you saw that article today, right? Right. Oh, kind of the week of sleep right now. Yes, yeah. So I think it's on a lot of people's minds. So it just made so much sense um, for us to 
get it out around that same time. But what are they supposed to do on World Sleep Day? (laughs) Just talk about it. Have conversations. I see. Okay. You know, that's that's really what it is. Good. Well, everyone, seek out thequestforsleep.com thequestforsleep.com thank you Rachel I wish you much success uh, with this film it's, it is it is entertaining and enlightening for people who are really going through this issue and there are many many there's, the numbers are huge the number of people that do suffer from insomnia so thank you so much for being on the show Thank you so much. You're, my pleasure. My pleasure. If you have missed any of the Jam Price shows all about movies, please go to my website, thejampriceshow.com, where all the shows are archived. Also, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, the iHeart Podcast Network, Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it, we are there. Also, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe and like the show. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Jam Price Show. Thank you all for listening. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies.